all right so which which one do you pick who's your who do you like um it's <laughs> <laughs> my red blue or yellow Put you on the spot <laughs> i mean i think it's hilarious that they make it so that like aqua i mean she's always showing her bare ass Ass. Um, but like Kazuma is like not attracted to her at all. And like, uh, I think it's in one of the OVAs or something where he's like, you know, I thought about it and, uh, I, I sniffed your hair when we were living in the stable and nope, I'd attracted to you in the slightest. Hello and welcome to another damn anime podcast. My name is Nick, and I will be your host. Here with me is my good buddy, Joe. Joe, how you doing tonight? Doing all right, man. Uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a good week. Uh, caught up on a lot of anime and started some new stuff. But we are going to be talking about one specific one for this show, aren't we? Yes. Yes, we are. So I, um, a few weeks ago, uh, about four weeks ago, I think, um, I told you that I was going to watch all of one particular show, uh, that show being Kono Suba. Um, I have since... You mean after I berated you for trying to watch the spinoff without watching the rest of it? But yeah. I, I, um, I do have some words to say about the spinoff, um, but what I will say is that I did go ahead and finish uh, season one, two, the OVAs, and the movie of Kono Suba. And um, I have to admit that you're right. It is a uh, it is a very good it is a very good show. I was uh, pleasantly surprised by how good this show is. Um, it was very easy to watch, basically from the jump. And uh, so since I I finished it, and then you you uh, had uh, watched the movie not too long ago, and kind of going through some some stuff, I thought it'd be a good time to, for us to maybe go a little deeper into it and uh, express our, our joys and opinions of this show. Yeah, uh, for sure, man. And fun, funny fact is I'm also rewatching season one all over again as well, because uh, my, my spouse has not gotten a chance to watch season one or any of it. So I'm like, all right, let's go ahead and watch this. Uh, we were thinking about uh, playing the TRPG that you can buy. They translated the book into English. And so a buddy of mine was like, yeah, because watching the new spinoff and mentioned, mentioned this and like, you know what, let's get a, uh, let's get a game going. So that got us into the book. And then I'm like, well, all right, in order for you, in order for my wife to understand the, uh, the world better, I'm like, you got to watch at least season one. So we've been slowly working our way through that. I think we're in like episode six now. So uh, at least that part is fresh in my mind, and of course the movie, which, funny enough, I watched the I watched the movie af- after the first six episodes of the new spinoff, mm-hmm. which is the perfect time to do that because that's the that's the episode like after she leaves the village after th- that episode, and then when you're watching the movie, you meet all the villagers, which technically that'd be the first time a viewer like if you watched it as they were releasing, you would not know any of the villagers until that movie. And by, but this way, for me personally, uh, since I'm watching that spinoff, I'm like, oh, I already know all of them. And so it makes more, it's uh, easier for me to reference them in my brain. Yes. They, so. Since you're saying they expanded more on those uh, side character villagers in the third season, 
Whereas in the movie, they kind of just show them and then like run through and sort of just like leave it as is. Yeah. And okay. the, um, the good, good thing you did watch the movie because apparently the official season three is supposed to take place after the movie. Okay. So it literally goes to season two, the movie, then season three official. Yeah. I had, I had no idea until I was reading about it. I think today or yesterday, um, I think it was today I was reading about it. Uh, and I was like, wait, there's a season three coming. So yeah, like I think May of last year they announced it. So it should be, I figured it'd be around the corner here soon. But uh, so that's exciting. But kind of just going back to season one, starting this show, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, well, I, I know what's going on in, in season three a little bit. Um, it is a little bit confusing, but, you know, I know the feel of that show and sort of what they're sort of saying. Uh, at least I, I felt like I did. And then going back to season one, I was like, okay, so this is a totally, I don't know. It felt like a totally different thing to start until the character of, uh, of Megamine came in. But that was a little ways into the, in, in the show, at least a little ways into that first or second episode. Um, but yeah, so it kind of starts out as like a normal, um, you know, a normal isekai, you know, killed by, 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 by Trukasan. And, um, and then it quickly takes a turn where he figures out a loophole uh, to bring the goddess that is supposed to reincarnate him to bring her with him to this new world. And I, and whenever that happened, I was like, okay, this show has, uh, has something extra going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, it's a very good, uh, good job of about, you know, messing with the genre itself because you know, at first you, um, yeah, he's, he's a shut in type character who then automatically you think he's about to jump in front in order to save a girl. Turns out he not only didn't, didn't save the girl, uh, he made a fool of himself because there was a tractor going like five miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Some old grandpa. I forgot it was a tractor. Uh, turns out, and then, oh, so the track, the slow tractor killed me? No, the slow tractor didn't kill you. In fact, <laughs> you know, you wet yourself and, and they took you to the hospital and you died of embarrassment, more or less. You know, like, oh. um, they just completely mess with all the tropes. Uh, yeah. And they end up, you know, like, to the, and so that's why the goddess comes along because they're like, yeah, you could pick anything. So, like a gamer takes his sweet time looking over all the things he could possibly get, you know, isekai'd with. And, because the goddess is uh, an ass, there's he's like, yeah, fine, okay, I choose you, and it's approved by the higher ups. Um, <laughs> She's like, no, and, no, and then she ends up he ends up being able to take her uh, down. So the goddess is Aqua, um, and that's um, important, I guess, going forward because. She's the goddess of of water and like healing and and like anti zombie or or whatever. Well, because she has, she has light spells. She's yeah. a priest. She's an arch priestess. Um, and she's part of the. She's the leader of the Axis sect. Um, yeah. And it's just it's just funny because, uh, his stats are you know it's like oh you're Isekai, high so you're gonna be OP right? He's like nope. He has higher than normal uh in intelligence and he has massively high luck which don't mean jack. Uh, and then hers is all her stats are just killer except for she's really dumb. Yeah. So she's like lower than like she's really lower than normal on intelligence and her luck is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, they do a fantastic job of uh, of all of these characters, but especially you know these first two, uh, Kazuma and Aqua, of making them really relatable, and they're really stupid and funny, and they can't really do anything, you know, but they they still like they can't really do anything alone, but they can kind of do it everything by accident sort of together. But yeah, so pretty quickly it's gotta be in what that is it the first episode or the second episode where they meet uh the other two characters. The other two main uh, characters. Megan's episode two, uh Darkness is three, I believe. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so they come into they they meet uh they meet Megumin in episode two and um like those I mean I'm sure everyone familiar with the show will know that um I think you put it really well last time that she is um uh, an, an arch mage that can only do one spell and that's explosion and then after that she's like completely useless and uh, the way that they the way they show her the first time that she uses that spell in the show where she like uses it and then Kazuma looks back and she's just face planted on the grass sliding slowly down the hill <laughs> Oh man, it is it's a hilarious running joke and they just they just beat it to death but it never gets old for some reason. Uh they just keep finding ways to make it funny. No, yeah, super glass cannon for sure. <laughs> um and it's just uh no, it's it's pretty funny. It's 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 a good uh character setup. Uh the you know, it's so you you haven't watched any of the anything about Chunibios, so it's a little harder. If you don't know what a Chunibio is, it's kind of makes Megumi or Megumi's character slash her entire clan yeah. a little harder to understand. Uh, so a Chunibio being uh, someone who likes to like it's middle school like disease essentially. It's when you think when you like to play pretend and like uh, if you. If someone were to try to try to in the middle of classroom try to do a Dragon Ball like Kami Kami wave, um, uh, and legitimately try it, uh, that's or like someone tried to just actually cast a magical spell or do some sort of uh ninjutsu Naruto thing like in, in like in real life in front of other people, that is a Chunibyo essentially someone who is caught up in a make believe realm and they like they like they LARP. But not with other LARPers, but like by themselves. They, um, yeah, they're not even cool <laughs> enough to LARP with other people. Uh, they're uh, stuck so in her that. village is that. Her village is a bunch of people who, who essentially rule number one is like they is aesthetics. You know, like you have to you have to have a cool intro, and that's why everyone is the top of whatever or the the number one, the the most supreme something or other. Um, like the, the most badass tailor, even though there's no one else to be a there's no other tailor in the uh, in the city, you know. So that's kind of their 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 mentality, and that's why Megumin is like, she's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, like, I uh, that that's why they they make fun of her name too because the names are strange, uh, and it's one of those things that it translates better, especially with kanji, because yeah. it looks weird and it's you know uh, it's a very popular thing now, or this, it became more popular to be like. I'm gonna give my kid a weird, like a normal sounding name, but with the most ridiculous kanji because it's like, and it means like justice or something <laughs> like that, you know. I'm like, I'm gonna make my kid live up, live up to these stupidly lofty ideals. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's like that's 
that when he first when she introduces her name, uh, that's why he's like, "You're joking, right?" And then uh, she's like, "Well, your parents' name," and she gives her names, and she's like, "They're like, don't you make fun of my parents' name? Every like to me, all your names are weird. You know, so our names are normal." <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that it doesn't translate very well. So you have to kind of know base material yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent, but everything else does a really good job of converting. Yeah. So in the next episode. We get introduced to the uh, the meat shield, the third character of the or the third of the three girls characters and the fourth character overall, a um, a a blonde paladin esque knight named Darkness, um, and uh, yeah, she is a strange one. She is. Uh, it's quickly revealed that she becomes. Aroused, yeah, she's a masochist, but she also becomes aroused by being uh, beat up and, and like taking damage, and she also can't hit anything with her sword to save her life. So, like, she, all she really is good for is like taking hits, which fortunately she really likes to do a lot, but it's also sort of depraved and ridiculous. Yeah, and as Kazuma keeps on saying, like they're all a bunch of freaks, uh, you know. <laughs> That's funny. He's like, because <laughs> because he's turning her down, she's like, "Can I join your party?" No, and she's like, "So quick," you know. She's she's getting turned on for the fact that she's getting shot down so quickly and coldly which, from him. I mean, which is like real rich because, like, in that first OVA, you know, they like it's. I won't tell exactly like what it's about right now, but. It is basically um, Kazuma being depraved and making them all do like semi-sexual acts for him um, in order to basically save him. And they just like keep talking about how depraved and ridiculous he is. But I mean, at least Darkness is pretty is pretty messed up um, in the erotic realm, um, to say the least. But Anyway, it's a it's a it's a a standing motif that that they are all sort of um, <laughs> depraved. And They're a broken party all they, around. No one's are. no one's a normal person. I oh, mean, man. it's clearly stated in episode one that Cosmo forgets what his actual goal is, and then quickly <laughs> falls into the "I'm going to be a normal like you know construction worker." Like and that's so I'm gonna make my living and I love how they actually live in a yeah, physical like that. stable. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they do that. They do that like in the first episode is they just like they just like work for like a long time. Um they're manual laborers for like weeks, you know. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, they 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 eat, sleep, drink, and then it's like you they, they get nothing accomplished in life. And I'm, then he gets I'm, angry about it, but yeah, he's still doing it. I love um, how yeah. Aqua I love how Aqua will like always call him like a neat or it'll just like you just be like shut up neat or uh she'll she, or the others will refer to him as <laughs> as a as kazu trash or like different like names like different like horrible names offshoots of of uh of his real name man it is it is hilarious but but he like they do a really good job of making the characters like really differentiated and all have their specific roles and all funny in their own ways it's, it's yeah. uh pretty fantastic um but yeah I, I didn't i didn't realize that the ovas were like special episodes i thought they were just like 
like um, kind of rehashes of what what already happened. So uh, thankfully, mostly OVAs are usually special features of like DVDs. Okay, so yeah. that's that's why traditionally they were always the swimsuit episode uh, uh, or some so like something like that. That was a very common thing. So like you know what what what's the fan service we can give to customers for buying our merch, uh, essentially. Yeah, that encourage encourage that uh, that extra purchase. Um, yeah, so you know I, I didn't uh, I I hadn't watched them yet. And you were like you you should you should watch them, and so I did. Um, and they are uh, they are definitely worth it. They're they're definitely uh, pretty good, especially that first one. I really liked a lot. Um, but um, yeah, you know, this was a lot about you. All it's right. just <laughs> hilarious, man. It's just like it's just so funny. Um, <laughs> like I think like I laughed out loud like really hard um, at uh, one of the jokes <laughs> toward the end there. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but um, you know. I really thought season one was super strong. Uh, season two, I felt like starts pretty strong, but uh, and it goes it goes places. Um, but overall, I liked season one a bit more. I think it was, I think it was maybe the novelty a bit. But how did you feel about the the uh, the difference in the two seasons? All right, so it's been two. a hot minute since I saw season two. Uh, one thing I do have to admit, though, is the animation quality is stunning for the series. At least, in, especially in season one, early on, the the quality of the spells, the the artwork, uh, the fluidity, uh, like you know, uh, it's you know, Karakawa, uh, the book company slash yeah. studio, uh, and I forget who's actually the studio who's doing the animation for it. Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's still it's like you the like whenever you see uh, Megumin doing like or anyone doing the chants you can actually see like just the the vibrancy of color and the effort i actually do like the character modeling it's just it's different and it's not your standard um character design i guess uh so you know uh season one i'm trying to remember how season one ends because um we, all right so more spoiler territory obviously we're doing a whole thing about these seasons so but anyways um so uh who the what's the big battle towards the end of season one that, uh because right now they've already done the they already fought the Dullahan and um like halfway through season one uh which was a great bit especially with um blowing up the castle and then uh cosmo slowly being like i've i was like i was able to determine uh, an appreciation for the explosions and like like i can like like that, that one had a really good one. You, it's like I love how I had a loud boom, and it's like the wind just grazed my face, and it doesn't, it didn't like do too much force. And it's just like he started be, like being a connoisseur of that. I don't know, it was just silly, but the, it was uh, hilarious. Yeah, that part um, is uh, is like a montage of like her just like of Megumin just blowing up the, the the castle like over and over and over again, and every time she does, she just collapses like face plants on the ground. It's so funny. Um, yeah, so it's that like, sometimes we'll even have a picnic or like <laughs> if it rained and you know, and I would it's always very, carry her back. It's very cute. It is a very cute, uh, little, little like, you know, um, um, thing of them kind of getting to know each other and hanging out and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> um, the, so the dual hand, that, that's the guy with, that carries his helmet, right? Yes. Okay. I thought that was the end of of season one. Maybe, maybe um, um, I'm. I guess it could I'm have wrong. been. So then, is the the season two the mobile fortress? Uh, oh, maybe season one is mobile fortress. Yeah, 
I think so. Because season two has to do with them going to uh, the the hot springs and stuff like that. So yeah, I think I forgot about the mobile the mobile fortress. Yeah, that's probably that. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, season one's pretty fun. Uh, season two, once again, it's it's harder. For, it kind of all blurs into like into does, my yeah. memory because that's is it season two where they introduce Wise, um, the mm-hmm. uh, the other the undead uh, general or one of the demon lord generals who ends up becoming the pharmacist. I don't know. I don't know. She's long brown hair, um, busty character. Uh, I mean, they... she was in the movie. She's she's in the series too. Um, oh, okay, I'm, I guess I missed it. Yeah, uh, that's really? that's when the first. I think season two is is probably where you. I thought season two is where you first meet. Um, I could have sworn a childhood uh, friend Union. Well, Union, yeah, Union is in, but I thought you were talking about the bad guy in the movie. Yeah, no, it's um, Wise is the 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 uh, she's one of the Demon Lord generals who runs the pharmacist. Um. Okay. Uh, she ends up. Uh, then you see. Um, I can't remember the villain, the guy with the two, the the mask, the half. Um, oh, black and white mask. yeah, he's a lot of season two as well. Yeah. Yeah. See, so that's. But so I can't together. remember where Wise comes in if she's in season one or if she's in season the end of season one or if she's in season two. She might be the end of season one. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I, it's been so long. Uh, so yeah, it's an. Um, I, I was I was hoping you you take the lead on this one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, season so season one is most memorable for me. Oh um, yeah, I forget uh, they they pronounce her name strangely. Uh, yeah, wise. Yeah, she's in season one. Uh, she's pretty early on, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm halfway through. Haven't met her yet uh, on the rewatch, and so I th- I, I I remember her being. I thought she was part of the mobile fortress attack, uh, and if that's still season one yet, um, yeah. and then season two is the hot springs, but that's also the 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 dude with the mask who ends up like chilling with them later on as well. Um, and he's in the, he's in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm once, yeah, he was, I think it was his name. Is his name Vanier? Yeah. All right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Vanier is, is the guy with the masks. Um, his whole arc was pretty hilarious in in season two. Um, and his whole stuff with, uh, with, with, with darkness, um, and her, her secret history, her her embarrassing past, uh, embarrassing family stuff, um, it is pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wise is pretty important in in season, in like like whenever she comes comes along, and then up until the movie and stuff like that. But yeah, um, yeah. In, in general, I th- I felt like uh, season one was a little, was a little bit more entertaining. I think it was because it was a bit newer, but. But season two definitely had a lot of a lot of high moments um, and weirdnesses and stuff like that. So it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good to say the least. Um, yeah. And then uh, and then you ended up. Uh, what do you think of the movie then? Because you know it's, uh, the that one like it did a good job about having a couple different points to it. Like a little the beginning was uh, d- different enough because it kept on showing. Uh, I love how they keep on bringing back the old guy who was also uh, Isekai, who ended up being the uh, the scientist who created the golems and stuff like that. And he created he created like a lot of the monsters, and he created the mobile fortress 
So that dude keeps. They just find a way to bring him back like all the time. Yeah, yeah. The the reveal for that, I think that was in uh, the OVA, uh, the for 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 season two, where they discover that like they're doing this mystery thing and they discover the guy they're doing the mystery on is the same as the one, uh, as same as the guy that, um, or, or, or maybe it was in the movie. Was it in the movie where they, where, where, where they discover that the guy that made the mobile fortress is the same one that, that, uh, I, yeah, it had to be, it had to be that because he traps, he traps her in there. But yeah, anyway, um, so you're right. They, they do like a job of bringing, of bringing him back and kind of making that reveal, uh, call back to season one and it's it's pretty hilarious um it also kind of wakes uh kazuma up to sort of the slowness with which he is progressing through that world and um but it also shows that he still has he still has heart um but yeah i, I like the movie a lot i thought there was a lot of good animation in it a lot of good action and stuff like that it was also pretty hilarious um and uh it was it, it introduced a good bad guy um and had a a good way to resolve that it was a lot of fun yeah so the ova the second ova was the one where they they go to fight the dungeon and the uh the guild member was or the secretary was able to fit you know to essentially con uh play off of cosmos eagle ego about um looking cool in front of the new members yeah like oh yeah you, you like you're good like it's like oh so since you're so strong you can easily accept this quest right and so he goes like yeah sure and he goes off to the dungeon and fight like they have to defeat the giant robot and make him he's like i can't destroy it it looks too cool because it's essentially <laughs> just a giant like you know old anime robot uh and he's like that's not a golem it's a straight up robot um and then they find out that you know he's made that scientist uh, who made the mobile fortress made the robot, but also as like, my goal is to make the perfect uh, robot female you know, or whatever, like maid or something oh, like yeah. that. Canyon. <laughs> and then he's like, as he's, as he's going through stuff, he's like, turns out he's like, turns out I'm a huge masochist, you know? Uh, <laughs> Cause I'm a dirty yeah, boy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that dude is, uh, yeah. They, his character is, just weird as hell but it's funny because they like said so they bring him back a couple times and uh then they bring him in for the movie for the having created uh the whole uh the demon clan you know like the whole they explain the history of them as a as a unit which is which is pretty funny uh and they're like yeah it, in case we get too strong we need to have a countermeasure to so you can destroy us you know it's like and they all chose to do that like and he's like you know what because like, at first i thought their attitude was really annoying but i'm kind of digging their whole vibe now yeah <laughs> he just kind of like he just sort of like uh i forget the term but kind of just plays along he's like all right do you guys want to do that and they're they're like really hardcore he's like okay i guess uh i guess that's fine um and just goes along with it but uh yeah, that is that is a pretty good uh, turnaround. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of kind of digging what they're doing, um, but you know, overall, it was it's pretty good. I'm actually really excited uh, for the official third season. You know, um, the offshoot with with uh, with 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 Megumin. I need to catch up on that. I think I'm only uh, three or four episodes into that, so I'll watch that now. But um, I'm excited to see what they end up doing with uh, a season three of the official mainline series um, could end up being pretty 
funny. I hope, I, I don't know, like, I hope they bring up back the same cast. I'm not sure if they are. Um, but um, I, I wonder how far the books go. Because there's like, because these are, these are based off of... Um, light, light novels, yeah. Light novels. And then I think there's a manga adaptation, I think. Um, so I kind of wonder how far they've gone as far as the official stories go. Um, if they're done or if they still have, you know, one or two seasons worth of material left. Um, I think they can easily reach and grab more. Uh, I have, I, I'd never look into the light novels just because that's too much effort. Yeah, <laughs> that's, indeed. that's just to be completely blunt and honest on that. Uh, but yeah, it's just, um, they've, this is a solid series. I'm glad you actually went ahead and went through with it. Uh, you know, Megumin, uh, the, the side story arc that's going on right now is, is all right. I'm enjoying it. It's, um, it's not as laugh out loud as like season one is, uh, but at the same time, uh, it's still super charming and you understand the characters a bit more yeah. because I remember, I think it was just when they first introduced union. I'm like, wait a minute. I think they might've even done it in one of the, no, I don't think they, I can't remember if it was the first OVA or not, but I just remember seeing, seeing them. I'm like, wait, am I supposed to know who this is? Uh, they kind of introduced kind of bluntly. And, yeah, she does come out of the blue, know, but she is in that first OVA. Yeah, that that might be where they first show her, and I missed the I missed the first OVA. I just went from season one to season two, and so that would that might be why. Maybe. Uh, and yeah, so it's kind of funny though because uh, well, you haven't seen all of you haven't seen up to date with the the side story. Yeah, but was it? Oh no, uh, because. Uh, uh, Komeko, uh, the younger sister, mm. uh, Megumin's younger, younger sister. They, there's a joke. There's like a side joke in, in the community apparently that she's like the strongest uh, character, full, full stop, because she like kill steals. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, because like the, the the final battle in the movie, she's she goes she goes ahead and you know fires the weapon. Oh, even though yeah. like Cosmo's <laughs> trying to make this big like you know sounding cool like you know uh, uh, catchphrase, and she just goes boop. She just pulls the trigger so, on the gun. Yeah, yeah. I oh, mean, so I'm like, I don't know, way to steal the show there, kid. And you know, it's, but yeah, it's it's a good, uh, it's a good show. It's pretty funny, and I think it holds up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, is... Go ahead. Oh no! I mean, especially if you want something that's you know kind of a a parody, you know, to a, or you know, of of the genre because. Oh, there's so many isekai stories and so many like yeah you, you don't necessarily need to see the hero all the time uh they have um you know, they have that t traditional character um Kyoya mitsurugi and he is another reincarnated kid who's like he's like yeah i want this sword that only i can use and it's going to be the hero sword and so he when they finally meets uh kazuma it, like i think it's when they try to they first introduce themselves like darkness is like just either about to join the party she's trying to or she just did uh, but they end up taking a mission where uh, they need to purify a lake and there's these alligators nearby and so they're like oh here's here's a way to protect her from the alligators and she can still purify it but she has to be in the lake to purify it so they put her in a cage and they have these alligators <laughs> just fighting the crap out of the cage she's getting traumatized um and so she's as they're drinking, she's like, I don't want to leave the cage. It's safe in here. And she starts singing this like sad song. And he happens to come across her like, release the goddess. Um, <laughs> and then it challenges 
Kazuma to a duel. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This high level dude with a super sword and all this armor tries to challenge a low level nobody like me, and that's supposed to be fair. And so the moment the duel before they even gets to finish like challenging the duel, he just jumps them and like knocks them out. Yeah. Uh, and then pawns the sword. You know. <laughs> yeah. So that's such a great move. Um, but yeah, it just it's a very they do a very good job of just. Uh, playing with the genre that's you know impressive yeah it is it Uh, is a show that's worth going back for you know that that first uh season came out in 2016 um and then the the next season i think was 17 and the movie was 19 um so you know and they've had ovas and stuff like that in between but you know from 19 to 23 that's four years and then um the next the, the next one's going to come out hopefully in 24 or maybe later this year who knows um but uh so it's 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 running a long time you know i uh, a lot of shows like this kind of get left behind especially when they're that old but uh, this one has uh, i guess had a a quiet but loyal following and uh i am i am one of those followers now and um it is uh, it is worth I can say that it's it's worth going back for if you're on the fence, uh, go ahead and go go watch the um, the first couple the first season second season just watch all of it. There's not too much and it's definitely worth it. Yeah. So what I've seen is it's just it was originally slated for a 2023 release for season three. Okay. Uh, no other information really given upon that. Uh, so if we're lucky, it'll hit sometime in the fall. But at the same time. Uh, you know, with delays and a lot of anime fronts, I wouldn't be surprised to get pushed to next year. Yeah. So. Yeah, you never know. But yeah, so I just want to do a quick uh, rundown of the of the whole series, a little bit of a spoiler cast here, um, and talk about it because uh, we both uh, were kind of watching it um, recently. It was it was worth a chat. But yeah, uh, so thanks, Joe, for joining me on this, um, and um, I think. That's going to do it for us here today on another damn anime podcast. Uh, We'll see you next time. Y'all take care. Talking to like, I was going to like, I'm like, all right, so which which one do you pick? Who do you like? Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like red, blue, or yellow. (laughs) I mean, I think it's hilarious that they make it so that like Aqua, I mean, she's always showing her bare ass. ass. Um, but like Kazuma is like not attracted to her at all. And like, uh, I think it's in one of the OVAs or something where he's like, you know, I thought about it and, uh, I, I sniffed your hair when we were living in the stable and nope, I'd attracted you in the slightest. And she's just like really pissed off and he's making all the other girls like do depraved sexual acts. And uh, that's, that's OVA one with the collar. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps making her, he keeps making her go uh go get a sandwich or whatever and she's just like so pissed about it oh man it is so funny um but yeah (laughs) they all have their merits i'll say that um the succubus episode is uh uh, kind of classic as well (laughs) yeah i forgot about that oh man that is like (laughs) it's freaking hilarious um yeah no it's it's uh it's